Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello. Hello. Hey. This Hola. is <laughs> Hola. I don't actually know any Spanish, so is that Spanish? Yes. Yeah. I don't actually know any si. Spanish. See, si. yeah. Um Yeah. I know that and that's it. Oh, me llamo Robin. That's all the Spanish I know. No, I more mayonnaise, that please. I know it means my name is Robin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh you did a joke. Okay. Okay. Um this is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from the Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. Oh wow! Okay, I thought Rick was gonna go. Oh, yeah, I I'm Rick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You uh, always I'm go Rick. second. Yeah, but we didn't do this last week. I remember we didn't do it <gasps> last week. We? Yeah, so I thought maybe for Did season we three, we. I suppose they no. know who we are now. Yeah. First episode of season three, we didn't introduce ourselves as bad. But we did go on about how long we've how long we've been going on the podcast. So really? I think <laughs> really <laughs> yeah. bored the audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to do that. Um, I have a correction from last week's episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, a bit oh, okay, ruined it because we one. talked about this in the office before, but we, we yeah, couldn't help ourselves. Still, we still haven't come I'm to an agreement. I'm still mad. Um, so, correction, I've written. Um, I am not a dark. I, did, I <laughs> as never... As well as really childish. Like, <laughs> we called you a dark. Did you call me a dark? I mean, maybe I mean, not in the podcast. I mean, you do all the time, but yeah, Behind maybe not on the podcast. Um, in last week's episode, I said, quote... Bond gets in the shower with a sex abuse survivor, end quote. Um, and you guys said that that wasn't right. And I looked it up and it was right. It's in Skyfall. The character's name is Severine. And according to Wikipedia, she's, quote, a former sex slave who works as an accomplice of Raul Silver, end quote. And another quote, quote, this is what happened, quote, Bond dispatches Severine's guards and sneaks like aboard. Be done with this by now. Sneaks <laughs> aboard her boat after he joins her in the shower. The two have sex. End quote. And then obviously she gets killed. Okay, mm. I'll give you like half of that. To be fair, I thought half you meant Ava Green in Casino Royale. Which yeah, he gets yeah, well, she's also in the shower. You were too busy doing your own thing to um, listen to what the truth was. No, you didn't explain yourself well. Also, I did you I not did. say sex worker at some point? No, I said sex quote, abuse, and then the thing said Bond gets in the shower with a sex abuse survivor. And but quote. that's Wikipedia. Anyone could modify you that. You could have done that. Um, you could have modified it today to be like yeah. proof. Just to, yeah, just to make up an entire Bond film. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I remember so little about Skyfall. I, like, even when you asked, watched that yeah. scene over your shoulder, I was like, I don't. 
who what the fuck happened in that this? film yeah. no. actually gives a fuck about the entire franchise like agreed mm. yeah. yeah um so um so. that oh any more any more corrections or notices or anything um, for the start of the podcast no i don't think so no. nope okay i found my notes i was i've that's good because we've got no jada today i'm recording it and i keep getting distracted by looking at the sound waves but i'm worried that my put a tape, put like a towel over it or something well, no no i'm worried i'm worried because this this thing goes dark after a while i'm trying to get a budgie to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, <just. laughs> um it, it turns itself off and i and i have to keep an eye on my computer and i have to keep an eye on it oh yeah um, yeah right so um what's the mood of your story yeah. it is light-hearted Oh, that's good. So that's mine. Oh, give me well, a I think titles, we've learned then. some lessons from previous weeks where we've both done depressing ones and it's been, been yeah. a bummer. Um, last week's was a riot, though. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah. I felt really pleased about last week's episode. Yeah. I think Cheer, it was a good yeah. job. Um, mine is the Robertson family, an ordeal that you would not have survived. Okay. I didn't deliver that very well because I wrote this this morning. Started <laughs> I mean, the, the it's, ordeal. It's a light-hearted like. story, and it's entitled <laughs> "The Ordeal You the Would ordeal. Not Survive." What is yours called? Uh, mine's called the first casualty of war. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's not going to cheat. <laughs> but mine's a mocking right title. Now? It's not really the first. Uh, I should point out it's not the first. Mine is a, a mocking title of you guys, but but. Oh, otherwise. an idea that we wouldn't survive. Yeah, you, you two personally would not have survived. Go on oh, okay. then. You go first. All oh, right then. <clears throat> okay, so 1970, a retired merchant navy officer. Dougal Robertson, who mm. I think is Scottish, but it doesn't say he's Scottish. So all Dougals are Scots, Robin. Well, what else? I thought Dougal was Irish. Sorry, continue. Oh yeah, it could be, couldn't it? Yeah. Um, he's not from round here anyway. Was, is what Robin is saying. <laughs> yeah. He was running a dairy farm at a place called Meerbrook, which is near Leek, which was, in my head I thought was Scot Scotland. Mm. Um, I think because I was thinking of what's that one that's next to Edinburgh. Um. Leith. Glasgow. No. Have I made Leith up? Ah, oh, that's... Well, Leith's a place, I think. Yeah, yeah it is a yeah. place in okay. Scotland. Yeah. It was Leek that... Well, I, was think- I think I was thinking of that. So Leek, I looked up, is in or near Staffordshire. Right. Yeah. So, this guy, Dougal Robertson, um, is uh, working on a dairy farm with his wife, Lynn. He's got a son called Douglas, who's going to be the main character in the story. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Who's 18. Um, a daughter called Anne, who's 17. And twin sons Neil and Sandy, who are both nine years old. That's a what Sandy for a boy? Is that what you're confused about? Not necessarily bad, but like compared to Neil, they're just two very different. Is it no shot for Sandford? Sandy is I always think of as a Scottish name as well. I think I might have known a Scottish Sandy, or maybe I didn't. But I I just I've got I've got feelings that he's Scottish for some reason. It's based on nothing. Um. So you can just feel it in your water. I just feel, yeah. yeah. I just, I just. Can he's got, a, he's got a Scottish quality about him. Yeah, he does. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Neil, the little boy, one of the little boys, age nine, was like, um, "What are you laughing at?" The I thought you were going to say one of the little bastards. The <laughs> 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 little bastards um, was like, "Oh, Dad, why don't we sail around the world?" And the, regular. Yeah, as you do as a little kid. The dad Dougal was like, because bearing in mind he'd been a naval officer. Yeah. He was like. Oh yeah, well actually, you guys live quite a sheltered life at the moment. On Can a you say farm. in a, a Scottish brogue to really liven this? It'll really help Could you visualise it if you do it in a 
No. In Scotland, so <laughs> fair enough. Alienate oh. all the Scottish <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I've done that before and I won't do it again. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was like, well, you guys live quite a sheltered life mm-hmm. here on the dairy the farm. farm in Leek. Um, and then he was like, fuck it, MMA um, went on a voyage. Um, Changed his opinion very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think his, his point was like, you know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, you know, um, university of life scenario. Yeah. Get let's get on a boat and go around the world. I'm going to be so. honest because I've been taking some notes. I've only half heard half of this story so far. That's there's a right. little bastard and some people have eaten off on a boat. Yeah, I mean that's okay. That's yeah. about as much as yeah. we got so far. Yeah. Okay. You can feel free to cut that bit out. <laughs> that's fine. Um, so um, the Robertsons left uh, in January 1971. They had a, a 43 foot schooner. 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 Is that right? I think is it S C H double O N E R. Yeah, it I is. think it's schooner. Schooner, I like. Yeah, that just sounds better, doesn't it? Schooner. Yeah, the schooner. Schooner. I'm, well, that's how you. The schooner we go. The better. <laughs> <laughs> that's how my German would say it. Not that I speak German, or this is anything to do with Germans. A schooner. They could be wrong, pronounce yeah. everything um, the way the Germans would say. <laughs> from yeah, from just, yeah, every <laughs> just the entire entire German accent. From yeah. There. Um. It was called the Lucette. Um, so I reckon it is. I'm picturing a big boat. Mm-hmm. I didn't look at what. A I would say 100 was. feet long, did you say? 43 feet. Oh. <laughs> They're very different numbers. Different, yeah. But that's still quite big. Yeah. So much as. bigger than my flat. Office, so maybe <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's bigger than your flat, actually, yeah. probably. Not bigger than my flat. Because I've got a big flat. Yeah. Yeah. There's no need for that. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> really humble. I was going to say humble braggy, but. No, it's no, no, just, yeah. just a real brag. It's just a big horrible brag. Um, <laughs> just a big horrible. Brag. <laughs> that was my life. Oh, there's this guy on Twitter that's really getting on my nerves and everything. He Call him out. It's a big horrible brag. Yeah. Call him out by yeah, name. Maybe I will. What right now? Yeah, you can. You can. We'll bleep Ethan. it. No, Is it Ethan? It's, it's not yeah. Ethan. No, uh, I better not say. He's he's new in journalism, and he's obviously like learning <clears throat> journalism things yeah. and like. Did doing he, important things. Did you write an article about why you supporting America in the World Cup by any chance? Oh, don't start on that article. Is that, that's one for journalism Twitter. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, he, um, yeah, he's just getting on my nerves. He's always, he's always like, oh, we did this, and then, oh, we did this. And I'm like, yes, I. anyone who was a journalist, like, when they were your age, did those things, like, chill the fuck out. It annoys me on two levels, in fact. It annoys me now because i'm like you're not a big deal mm-hmm. and it annoys me <laughs> for my former self who would have been really jealous and upset to see all, him doing all that stuff and not actually being talented anyway just cut this down to side sound bites and it's just you bragging Bra- about your flat and yeah. Yeah. Being like, like you're some, not that special some new old. person in journalism yeah. <laughs> yeah some poor kid no he's not a poor kid fuck that guy um, so the, the yeah. Schofields, so, whatever the fuck they're called, are off the ro- on the, the Robertsons on the, the on the schooner. Yeah. Is that right? Yes, I think yeah. it's schooner. Yeah. Oh, this has already gone off the rails, hasn't it? And belly inside. Um, so, yeah. Do, uh, so Dougal, uh, he he sold sold the family's um, dairy farm to fund it. They set sail without even a test run um, at all. They did like a little bit like on the on what's called the Carrick Road which is like a, a bit of Cornwall that's like a big inlet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um 
and basically they set off straight into the Atlantic um, and actually there's a big storm. Um, but they got through the storm. It was fine. Mm-hmm. So d- uh, there's a quote from Douglas here. I remember the 18-year-old son um, later said, quote, Father's planning on this journey was zero. We didn't even have a practice sail around the bay before setting off around the world. End quote. Um, yeah, so it actually went quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, they stopped in lots of Caribbean ports. Like they really, you know, they went right across the Atlantic. Um, it sounded pr- pretty nice for mm-hmm. quite a while, for the first year and a half. Um, 17 months into the voyage, um, they'd crossed the Atlantic and they were stuck and they were struck by a pod of killer whales oh, in the shit. Central American coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say whether the killer whales did it on purpose. They did. Did they? Yeah. I, well, I think so. Yeah. I like they, killer they, whales. They, if they anyone yeah. would do it, it was it would be the killer whales. Yeah. Why do they call killer whales? Exactly. <laughs> I wrote as well. It doesn't say whether the killer whales did it on point. Poipus. Very good. That's all right. Yeah, that's not really. <laughs> the killer whales not attempted assault whales. Like oh, they yeah. convicted. Yeah. Like it's in yeah, the name. Exactly. Yeah. They're not messing around whales, are they? No. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, Douglas says, quote, the whole boat shook and the keel must have cracked. There was a splintering noise of wood cracking. If you can imagine the sound of a tree trunk being snapped in two, end quote. Or the keel of a boat <laughs> being ruptured. Yeah. Well, I like how it was like, sounds like wood snapping. If you can imagine some wood snapping. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he thought he was going to be eaten alive. To be fair, he has missed 17 months of schooling <laughs> to That's be on true. a boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yet He's know that trees game are might wood. Be a bit <laughs> um, he, so he thought he was going to be eaten alive. Um, and the boat sunk in minutes. Um, so they're out in the middle of the sea, just mm-hmm. like in the middle of the sea. Um, so they had the six family members plus Robin Williams, um, who was a student <laughs> hitchhiker they'd picked up. <laughs> um, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So it was just a guy called Robin Williams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hang on. It's <laughs> just a guy called Robin Williams. Yeah. It's not that. It's not the Robin Williams. It's not. No, oh, it's right. just a, a random student. We're all student. just tired enough that this is like mind blowing. It yeah. sounds like a dream that I had, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, and then the, and and the Robin Williams came, and then Robin Williams was there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so yeah. So what happened is they had an inflatable dinghy, so they scrambled aboard that. Mm-hmm. It had like I think my understanding of it from descriptions is it had like a main bit that was like a bit of a boat, and then the rest of it was inflatable. So it. It was like, you know, a reasonable sized dinghy, but obviously you're not going to be wanting to hang around in that for a while. Yeah. Um, the inflatable bit was losing air all the time. So they had like a bellows to keep pumping it up like constantly. Um, but then the bellows broke um, and yeah. they had to blow it up with their mouths like on the sea. Just <sighs> all of them like blown into this thing. Oh, I can't do that either. That'd be hell. Oh, really? Mm. I can, but my lung capacity isn't that big. Well, no, it's fine. It's fine for the, my size. <laughs> I don't want to do myself down. My it has to be a very small thing. It's actually reasonable. Um, but I mean, no I think it's probably large. Humans blowing is going to be as effective as it yeah, exactly bellows. bellows. Yeah, and, and if you ever try to blow anything up by your mouth, it's really hard, and you do get. Are you having to blow up by your mouth? Well, I just yeah, but like I didn't imagine inflate when you said oh. blow up. Um, oh. Like explode oh. is what. <laughs> if you're trying to yeah. explode anything with your, your mouth. mouth, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, 17 days later, um, 17 days mm-hmm. on the sea, 
Um, the inflatable eventually gave up. So they were blowing into it for 17 mm. days. It gave up. Um, and then... Um, the jaws must have ate. Honestly, they must have been in bits yeah. by that point. Um, so what, what was left was, was the smaller bit, which is called was called Edna Mare. Which again, Scottish sounding, I think. So yeah. I'm thinking they're Scottish, but anyway. Um, yeah. Um, so that's all they had. It was like a small vessel, and when you look at it, it looks like a rowing boat, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a picture of them which I will put on the Instagram. Um, it was so overladen with water that they had to take it in turns to sit on the only dry seat, and everyone else was submerged to their waists in Shit. salt water oh. seawater salty seawater your clothes would just erode yeah yeah and your skin well, that too <laughs> yeah but yeah. you'd see everyone's butt cheeks first you would yeah that's true um so really liven up the <laughs> yeah the Robbie Williams would be like what am I doing <laughs> <laughs> with Maybe weird family with no clothes on <laughs> like I'm not going sailing again I think <laughs> I'll be a stand up comedian and then being mocking me yes <laughs> steal everyone's ideas did you know that about Robin Williams? Have we talked about this on the podcast I before? I feel no. like it's. I don't feel like we should pull it that sort of. Oh no, he was well known. He was like well known for stealing people's ideas, and it, when he got successful, he just paid them for yeah. the ideas that he stole. Yeah. But yeah, yeah like tracks, I just enough, feel like he's so beloved and oh, he's he now is. dead. Yeah. So yeah. Don't shit talk sure him. He did what people said about him was he stole people's ideas and and paid he them did, for him. No, he did way better. He did them better. Oh well. Um, yeah. So he was one of the people that apparently like when so they had like a, I, I don't know where i read this i think it was might be on the bbc they um they used to look out for each other at, at their gigs like someone would be doing a set mm-hmm. and um there'd be certain people that if they saw them come into the room like their mate in the audience would be like would write on a note and give it to the waitress to give to the person on the on the stage to be like not to do their new material so that um the person didn't steal it and one of the stealers was robin williams apparently oh, oh. yeah interesting but he, I mean, he was incredibly talented. It doesn't diminish. Yeah, he did a lot of improv. Exactly. Yeah. Almost as much as he did cocaine. He did a yes. lot of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they had enough water for ten days. They had a bag of onions, um, a few <laughs> oranges, and lemons. Quick boy, grab the onions. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being des- desperate enough to be like... But Papa, what about the apples? <laughs> no. No, let's start on the onions. I want to laugh, um, but every time I try to fry onions, I honestly just end up eating like a whole onion. This is what I find bizarre. Like, you I eat a lot them. of things that I wouldn't eat raw. I love that. Like, you what? Eat raw what onion? apart from onions? Uh, I don't know. We talked about I this mean, before about camera. I wouldn't what? bite into an unsliced onion, like some what? fucking... I at least chopped it. First. But yeah, the I chopping makes it. the difference. What, and you eat, yeah. you eat, you eat yeah, the raw onion when you chop... Yeah. Were you chopping it? No, but I would eat raw onion. I'm like yeah, a ring of yes. onion, like on a sandwich. Yeah, in yeah. a sandwich, it's yeah. a bit different. To but I'd just pop it in while I was chopping it up, yeah. You would? Yeah. <laughs> You're but really having a hard time though. comprehending this. I couldn't. I can't, that's what, I, that's what, I'm what else do I eat raw that you wouldn't? There was something else Shit. that you said you ate raw. Was it cold <laughs> beans or something? You said you ate something. What the fuck? No, that was someone else. Um, <clears throat> Not me. There was something else that you said... You ate while you were waiting for it to cook, and I was like, "That's weird." Yeah. Unless to you be said fair, the onion I do thing that before. with kidney beans sometimes, but not like Heinz. No. <laughs> no, Someone else was saying they have a spoonful of beans while they're waiting for the beans to warm up, and I'm like, <laughs> "That's oh, great." I mean, because that's it's not even the beans; it's the sauce, like the consistency. Cold sauce, of cold, yeah. Like I would, I would, I would respect them if he's like, "Oh, just eat a tin of cold beans." What it is is it's like the lust for beans that, <laughs> it's while so it's strong. heating yeah, up. No, like, I can't stop it. That's Give what me some now. Onions is like, but I don't see if I can remember the what the other thing was in maybe get back to next me. week. Yeah. yeah. 
So we had enough water for 10 days, a bag of onions, a few oranges and lemons and some sweets, um, which meant obviously the chances of survival in the middle of the ocean were minimal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The supplies lasted 10 days. And then after that, they caught rainwater in containers and hunted turtles and fish to eat. Well, um, yeah. I suppose you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen to this quote. Turtle was the oh this is from Douglas quote Turtle was the mainstay of our diet. We drank its blood when we had no water. We dried its meat and rationed it and stored it up. And then he says, we rendered the fat down in the sun to make oil, which we rubbed on our skin and drank to keep us warm. End I quote. mean, it's so resourceful, Ooh. but it hurts. They're so cute. Also, I'm just mm. picturing that dude from Finding Nemo. Yeah, like, apparently the we, first turtle they caught, they got bit by him and it escaped. Good for him. Then they, yeah. <laughs> and then, then I, that was it. And then they're like, no. No mercy kill for them turtles. All. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're drinking the blood, I, but I, I think really, I could eat it. And really, I could do all the fat. They robbed them. a creature that like naturally lives a very long life as well. I know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the um, drinking of the blood thing that I think I would yeah, that's find the most difficult to do. Much. Yeah, unless they've got like extremely also, like, salty or watery like, blood. Diseases, I mean, maybe, but I, I guess know. at that point you don't give a shit, yeah. do you? Yeah. Um, so they killed thirteen turtles um, using a spear fashioned from a paddle and even a five-foot shark, according Ooh. to um, Douglas. Um, Right, so this is some interesting background on the dad. Well, not background, foreground, in fact, on the dad. Um, I think it sounds like the dad's a right tosser. Um, he wrote a book and he, about the about the, the experience. experience. <laughs> yeah. He's just a tosser because he, he wrote, wrote a book. Yeah. Who do you think he is? Yeah. <laughs> While he was on the raft, just like writing his book, everyone was like, please, you've got you to help. You kill the turtles. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll just get to the end of this chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Refusing um, to blow it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is important. Um, yeah, so he wrote a book. Um, on the experience and he used the profits to buy another boat and went off somewhere basically while the wife stayed at home and did some farming um, they got divorced Lynn yeah. um, and Dougal but well, I mean um, he got his royalties in and he was like I think I'm about buying another boat and I bet she was like are you fucking she kidding she was like please let's I'm never stepping yeah and he was like don't worry I've not planned this trip either yeah and he just went off and then even though Lynn and Dougal divorced she still nursed him for three years when he was dying Oh, so Lynn's a good one, mm-hmm. and we'll learn more nurse. about Lynn Shout soon. Out to Lynn. Yeah, um, he says, "quote uh, My dad gave us the drive and had the brains, but my mother had the caring aspect, rubbing our souls with turtle oil and even sitting in the water so we could stay dry." Um, which is nice, is nice about Lynn. I like I said, turtle oil is a, like it's just, it's like, just you know, you know, turtle, turtle oil. oil. <laughs> like, you mean the thing no, you the invented to survive? Yeah. Does anyone um, else just feel like they would probably just die rather than drink turtle blood? Like I, I don't know. Want it's to hard to say, isn't that. it? Yeah, it's like at the expense of thirteen turtles and a five foot shark. It's also yeah. just that, like, I don't, I don't care that much. I don't yeah, think, I don't think my will to live is as strong as those people's. I but just because yeah. we're all in the boat, we could just drink your blood then. Yeah, about it. that's true. Well, it, there's got I'm the blood notice, powerful but, blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did It'd be, be really watery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did notice that after at uh, this after that point there's no mention of Robin Williams again oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just never mentioned and actually in one of the articles it said there's six of them blah 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 and I was like there's supposed to be seven oh. um, so I don't know but anyway so Lynn mm-hmm. who uh, was somewhat a genius um, she had this technique to keep them hydrated with rainwater 
um, collected in the boat. So the rainwater in the boat was mixed with, it was like contaminated with turtle blood and turtle offal. Oh, um, I actually just gipped a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So you can imagine Wait. the bottom of the boat. At the top of the show, you said this was a funny story. Yeah, no, I didn't say the... it was funny. I said it was light-hearted. Oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you're right. It is light-hearted. <laughs> so how did she filter all the turtle off <laughs> out of the red water? You, <laughs> you haven't even heard the right. Listen, listen. <laughs> so, um, she yeah. So basically, she was like, yeah, this water, this rainwater that's collected in the boat. Would be poisonous, but be- she filtered it through a bum No, crack she or didn't. Something. No, and it's even worse. It's like, you tell the thing. It's even worse, but this is oh, still lighthearted. Did she it like a bird or something? No, let me tell it. This is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's like, obviously, that mixture of awful turtle blood and rainwater mm. is going to be poisonous. You can't just drink that. Um, she insisted her family take enemas using tubes from the rung of a ladder. Um, mm. So Douglas says, quote, if taken rectally, the poison doesn't go through the digestive system, end quote. How do you think of something like that? She, like, been, she, she has experience She was an enema. Yeah. She hydrated them. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, she was just an enema expert. Yeah. Um, oh, she'd read some kind of survival thing yeah. beforehand. I don't know, but nice one, Lynn. She kept the family alive. <laughs> After 38 days on the Edna Mare, they were finally picked up after Jap- <laughs> Japanese fishing trawler. The Toka Maru 2 um, spotted their distress flare. Um, they were picked up by J- Japanese people. Sounds like the main guy, the dad, was pretty racist toward Japanese people mm. until that happened. Um, and oh, he, yeah, he changed his tune real he quick. He, quote, forgave there. the Japanese. Oh. Um, I think what happened was... in I mean, the, to be fair, well, was this 1970? Yeah, former, he was in a yeah, war where a he got... anti-Japanese yeah, sentiment. I think his ship got sunk in the war by the Japanese. Yeah. So fine. He doesn't have a lot of but, luck with... With Seacraft, does he? Like, no, yeah. I'm not right. Did yeah. he say he left the Navy or was he expelled? And they donated the Edna Mare to the National Maritime Museum in Corn- Cornwall, which you can still see, I believe, to this day. Can you see the funnels with which the, <laughs> well, the, the mother the, the stuck in her children and poured liquid turtle into? Yeah. Oh. Oh. There you go. So, when I say right. it was lighthearted, liquid what do you mean, all right? I said all right. Yeah. Not like it was all right. I just felt oh, like oh, all right. right. Yeah. Oh, they meant like that was all right. I suppose. That was good. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it was lighthearted. They got rescued. Yeah, they had turtle animals. Just, just to get the horrible circumstances under which a mother would have to <laughs> do that. It's very funny. They, could, they wouldn't be doing enemas on themselves, would they? She would be doing enemas on the entire family yeah. and Robin Williams, probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I doubt they were letting the children do their own enemas. No. Dad, can Especially I do yours? No, son. No. <laughs> Who was doing it? Oh, he would have done it turtle fat or like turtle's brains just... <laughs> Tur- yeah, bits of turtle. I almost said, oh, what did she filter it for her anus? Like saying something that I thought would be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, she, she, she did. did. <laughs> yeah. No, they felt it for each other's anuses. Yeah. That's what makes it funner. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Okay. And I don't know what happened to that Robin Williams. That was a Williams. wild ride. Yeah, I thought so. Um, that was crazy. But now we all know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a good story. When I came across that, I was like, yes. Yeah, it was a good fun. story. I feel like we were all delirious the entire way through it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys were always saying my stories are too serious and bad things are happening to people in them. Whereas this Just one, how you sell it, yeah. isn't it? It's just a few of them have, like, hurt me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did have another... I had a... Um, a, a child murder one and I was like nah so yeah so that is a story of the Robertson oh god what did I call it the Robertson family 
you would an ordeal that you would yeah. not have survived. survived. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. You said yeah, you would, you would just lie I down and die. Yeah, like I wouldn't an octopus want to. Mother. To be fair, that's no skin off my back, so I yeah. wouldn't have attempted to survive that. I no. think I would have survived if Lynn was. There. I think I would have let her been like go on then and pop it in the. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, For fine, but I don't think I would. Yeah. Yeah. We've not left. We've not left the port yet. <laughs> they don't get any turtle blood. <laughs> oh yeah, you've got. A, oh yeah. If I could get out of the blowing up the dinghy thing, maybe she just like, was, in and Lynn was going to handle the butts. <laughs> maybe just like yeah. because, because you live on a dairy farm. Maybe she was just always just like put your milk in your anus, lads. It's the best way to get. Maybe the, yeah. That's how the yeah, family yeah. grew up drinking. Yeah, I suppose like without pasteurised, straw, right you don't want to be. Yeah. yeah, that's maybe what she. Before, well, not before pasteurization happened because <laughs> it was Otherwise the 1970s, not <laughs> yeah. the 1770s. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know, but okay. raw milk, all fine except for the when it's got deadly bacteria in it. Yeah, the end, stick up your cool. bum. Yeah, cool. up your bum. Is your story as good as that? Uh, I don't actually think it is. Mine's more about <laughs> a, a, a weird craze, it's not got any one main character, it's just about a weird not phenomenon. Like Isn't that turtle enemies? Didn't have turtle enemies, no. <laughs> um, so it's called The First Casualty of War, but that's because I just was left at the top of the page. This, is, <laughs> right. uh, this isn't. You the, just started to okay. write that then. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. I thought, oh god, that is not an appropriate title for this because nobody dies in my oh, story. Okay. Um, it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So uh, this is set in World War Two. So, you know, it's got a bit of a grim background. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, and also my notes are out of order, which <laughs> I, I tried realized. to sound excited about that, and I just went, ooh, uh, Well, <laughs> I, I think you'll change your I opinion. hope I will. It's just as soon as I hear war, I'm like, oh, I could not oh, be more no. interested. Mm. Uh, so, uh, when it was like when it was World War Two in that, remember that? When yeah, it was World I War Two. Yeah, World War II. Yeah. Um, in 1940, so World War Two had been going on for a year, and they might not oh, even right. be calling it World War Two then, because no, America just thinking, wasn't oh, involved. We'll get, out, we'll get this over and done with real yeah. quick. Um, so there was a ban on various imports of foods, as you can imagine, uh, and Britain was getting three fourths of its cheese, sugar, cereals, fats, fruits, 
uh, from foreign countries and nearly half of it's meat. I don't know where it was getting its turtle offal from. No. Um, oh, sorry, that, the before Robertson the war, family. that's how dependent we were on oh, other nations really? for food, yeah. Um, I didn't like know a, that. Yeah, really we're like a naval country, aren't we? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were importing a lot of our food. So then we had to stop, obviously. Mm. Um, Couldn't get your ships in. Yeah, because the U-boats were sinking our boats. Mm. Um, so... I had this kind of in a way that I thought would be like a nice funny reveal in it, but I, I don't know if my notes make enough sense <laughs> to still achieve that. I'll ask questions if I'm if I'm yeah. not understanding. Uh, so the Germans were attacking the imported food. Um, so uh, enter a woman called Marguerite. 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 Sorry, all I'm thinking about is enter a woman. <laughs> enter a woman. It might be. Is it? Is she German? No, she's British. Ah, oh, Marguerite. Yeah. M a r g u e r i t e. Yeah, Marguerite. Marguerite, Marguerite, Marguerite. Yeah. Anyway, enter Marguerite Patton. Sorry, I think she's dead now, so oh. fine. Patton, as in P. A, t- uh, um, a home, a home. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, <laughs> now, right. <laughs> enter home economist. Yes. Uh, Marguerite Patton, and she was a food writer, and you know, mm. home economics for the American listener is got nothing to do with money in no. Britain it's teaching people how to cook which is yeah. stupid isn't yeah, that what it's it called that? there as well oh it might oh home ec, home ec. Home ec. Yeah. yeah that oh, sounds right sorry then yeah. Yeah. sorry American to Brits blend yeah. yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> um, food technology so oh. she uh, becomes what is known as the queen of the ration book cuisine which Ooh. has got a nice ring to it I feel like I've, she sounds familiar actually yeah. I feel like so um, she comes up with mock sausages made from lentils oh love uh, it love mock it. fish yeah. cakes Made from potato and bean croquettes with an anchovy paste. Ooh. Mock oyster soup, uh, which is artichokes in place of the bivalves. Yeah. Don't really know. Bivalve oh, the bivalves are just, the, yeah, the things, it's just yeah. a name it, like for the lids. For the oyster lids. No, it's just, it's just a name for oysters. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Because oh, they've got and two vowels. Other, yeah, yeah, other like muscles. Um, These mostly sound like just better dishes, yeah. to be Yeah, fair. they do. She got an alternative for cream, which was hard to get, I guess. What was it? Uh, margarine, caster sugar, milk powder, and a splash of real milk. That's... Oh, it sounds disgusting. Almost to be butter fair. cream bits. Yeah, yeah, she was trying her hardest. Um, yeah. yeah, to be fair, it was a war. But, yeah. you, so I have a question for you guys. Mm. Um, what do you think the most popular fruit is? Fruit? Yeah. Back then? Yeah. Oh. Mm. I is it something unexpected? Plums. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> no, not unexpected. I'm just going to go with apple or banana. Well, you're the closest like. in that you said the word banana. And the, the, and the, the answer world, is banana. No. <laughs> the, the, um, the world's most popular fruit is a tomato. Oh, that's one of those trick bullshit questions. Yeah. I do. The, yeah, the world's most popular real fruit is the <laughs> yeah. banana. Can I just oh. jump in and say, <clears throat> yes. I'm just now thinking about putting buttercream on waffles instead of regular Ooh. cream well gonna have to try that there's yeah. at least one more recipe for you to be excited about Excellent. um so yeah the banana were, is the really the most popular fruit not including tomatoes um tomatoes and we couldn't get great, we could no yeah, longer yeah. get bananas um so bananas were brought in on freezer in freezer ships from kingston in jamaica um, but all those ships were taken as for to, for use in the military so oh, britain um could get no bananas I suppose that in a war you, you would sacrifice bananas. You would, yeah, absolutely but wouldn't. here's the thing war. that no one really realises 
Brits are bananas about bananas. Oh, we certainly were in the 1930s. Uh, And we know this because there's fucking tons of music hall and vaudeville songs about bananas. Um, I mean, they were still, like, the favourite up until, what, last year? I think they're still... I have a a fact that I think, as of two months ago when I wrote this... Oh, cool. um, ...shows you how valuable the banana is still. Um, Yeah, I'll save it for another little treat (laughs) for you. Um, So, yeah. So, here a list of banana-themed... Oh, sorry. Music halls would have banana-themed nights. The banana was that popular. Um, So, here are some of the hits you can get on vaudeville banana song when can i have my bananas again that was a popular song <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry yes we have no bananas <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and i've never seen a straight banana hmm. um and then a very very popular vaudeville song called let's all go down the strand these all sound like twitter they sound like i'm making yeah. them up don't like they? No, they're all real bananas <clears throat> tomorrow this is what my timeline so would look like yeah. whenever i don't know if you guys do this if you ever have to do an impression of a cockney or yes. like a, a someone from Dance F, yeah. and you might be like, "Ever banana like yeah. that?" Yeah, cockneys, yeah, cockneys, Anyway, yeah, that that have a banana was like a calling response chant. Yeah, so that's why people associate with cockneys because they were all in the musicals. What was the call and what? Have well, a banana I, was the call. What was the response? I don't know. The song was called "Let's All Go Down the Strand," so presumably it was a bit like. You know, when Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose, like a light bulb. Okay. Yeah, yeah that the, makes sense. I yeah, mean, they the all just shied have a banana. Yeah. Uh, I've got a note here that just says, people were fucking gatted. <laughs> I like it. Did you write um, it phonetically? Uh, no, but I could oh. tell. I wrote fucking did, so I was like, oh, oh I must have been feeling yeah. a bit cockney like there. like Alan Carr and I really heard it. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> that. I once saw Alan Carr in London, not a, a, a gig. Um, and you just look like an old man. That's sad. Yeah, yeah. I did not yeah, assume you would be at a Alan Carr gig. Yeah. <laughs> I do not think that will leave you. It's not. So I, I don't. Re- I don't mind Alan Carr. He's Sorry. annoying. Marjorie Patton. Yes. Feeling the nation's need for the banana. Mm. Uh, created the mock banana. Oh my god. The fake banana. The banana. The banana. <gasps> it was just called a mock banana. Banana but sounds banana like something that much like a, p- a posh person would. Say instead of vagina. Yeah, my vagina. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, it sounds like something Miranda would say. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. So, would you like to know how what was in the mock banana? Yes. Yes. It parsnips. Oh, <laughs> was that it? Parsnips um, so, nothing like parsnips. bananas. So yeah. I can kind of. I see. That, I guess I say that as an advocate for both. Yeah. Like. So one person who had to because I think all basically other people. Like some people did, it, it, it wasn't. It's not clear how widely spread the fake banana trend went. Yeah. Uh, but some people do remember having them when they were kids, um, and just said they were awful. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. So they do not taste the same at all. I, I imagine there must be something that tastes closer to a banana than a parsnip. Well, apparently, uh, these. So this is, I think, is a quote from. Uh, from someplace these distant approximations of the real fruit were actually boiled or roasted parsnips sweetened and flavoured with banana essence a bottled extract typically containing diluted isomyl acetate acetate so really the only thing they're looking for is like the, the te- same texture the texture yeah. of the banana yeah um, Caroline Ekin mm-hmm. a contemporary British blogger who recreated the recipe 
Recipe. Recipe. <laughs> Fucking hell. I've said like a hundred words like that this it's podcast. Just, yeah. yeah. Just we've all, we're all, all, we've all gone to um, it. She recreated the mock bananas um, for a mock banana sandwich. Um, Oof, banana sandwich. I want one. I know. Right I've now. not had a banana sandwich since I was about 12. Yeah. yeah. With like slightly salted butter. And ban- mm. the banana chopped in. Maybe Perfect. a little bit. Do you put a little bit of sugar, sugar on the banana? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sugar on the banana. Oh, on the oh I never oh, yeah, used just... to do that. That's, oh, that sounds quite nice. Yeah. yeah, it makes a real dessert then. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she said she recreated it and had it on a banana butty and said um, it was rather strange and bizarre, but not unpleasant. <laughs> she also uh, points out that she was very, very aware of the pa- parsnip taste, mm. um, as you can imagine. It, parsnip has quite a a parsnip taste it's very it's not a it's not it's not it's not a retiring vegetable is it it's not I'm not a parsnip fan I'll I'll have one I love it roasted you roast it yeah I only have them at Christmas but it's like oh I get parsnips we never really had parsnips when we were kids I think the first time I insisted I might I think the first time I had a roast parsnip was at university you know was it? Oh, yeah. I did have them before First then. First time but... you had a vegetable. <laughs> I had loads of vegetables. I've had them all. <laughs> I've rediscovered peas and sweet corn, which were real childhood vegetables. <gasps> and I, as an adult, I'm like, yeah. Do you I guys like that have shit. Swede? Oh yeah, yeah. school. Yeah. Just taste of earwax. But I like uh, a bit of Swede mm. and a bit of carrot boiled and mashed with loads of butter. And it, <laughs> it just turns like a shiny orange mash. Maybe actually with butter. Oh, like sometimes people have it with carrots and turnips, but it's good with a swede mm. as well. I'm not a I'm not a sweet roast, um, sweet root veg fan. Oh. I really like carrot and turnip when it is mashed, but mm. when they're just like diced and thrown in together, you just get raw, that yeah. Yeah. Dice. Dice. Yeah. yeah, diced and boiled. Yeah, yeah were they at school? Stop boiling your vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, back to back to Britain's banana madness. Mm. Um, yeah, so this goes on basically until the war. People are just fucking desperate for bananas. Mm. Um, after the war ended, the Ministry of Food had five million bananas delivered to Avon, <laughs> Avonmouth Port in Bristol. Um, these bananas were, were meant as a reward to British children who'd been so long without desserts. Mm. That they, yeah, they were allowed what. Each British hour was allowed one banana each as like a reward. Oh my god, that's from so the British cute. government of like y- really you made cute, it. But it, also, if you'd gone like that amount of time without eating a banana, and I got one, I'd be like, yeah. I'd be fighting <laughs> yeah, with my bare hands. Yeah, yeah one I bet the poor kids didn't all get the bananas. <laughs> well, yeah, are okay. you aware of famed British author Evelyn Waugh? Yes. The, yeah. yeah, Evelyn's a bloke's name, apparently. Yeah, in yeah. this context. Yeah. yeah. Um, for those of you who didn't, he wrote Bride's Head Revisited. Uh, anyway, his son recounts a story that they were so excited to get these bananas. They oh, were just no, like, oh my God, we've got the bananas. Yes, yes. Oh. And when they got home, uh, everyone wore, snatched his children's bananas. <laughs> <laughs> both of them, because he had prick. two kids. A son and, I think a son and a daughter, and he took both the bananas. Um, poured the scarce amount of cream and sugar that existed in post-war Britain that they had in the war household, poured them over the bananas and just ate them in front of his children. Oh my god! I've never eaten that. Though. What an asshole! What an asshole! Uh, it's maybe it's maybe feel really mad. Oh. Like they were for the kids. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> they ended up estranged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a funny story. And then um, I had a little quick look around about how important and the bananas have been to the world mm. and obviously there's quite a lot of banana related stories but one that struck uh, that i thought was quite interesting is that um the banana was part 
went on. I've, I've put the banana went on to divide the east and west during the Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the banana's fault, no. but it, you know, yeah, who gave the banana that like kind of power? Yeah. <laughs> so the West, rich in bananas, yeah. so much that we were creating banana republics, literally oh, named literally, for the for the fruit. Yeah. Um, but behind the Iron Curtain, the banana was Didn't not readily available. Um, Nikita Khrushchev, the leader of the Soviets, the premier of Russia and the Soviet bloc, boasted that the Soviets could produce anything apart from the banana. Yeah, I was going to say. He knew his limitations. Like, I don't think they could probably make mangoes or avocados either, but they probably... Khrushchev would disagree with you. Well, I think he didn't give a shit about mangoes or avocados. He give a shit about bananas. Of him, yeah. Yeah. They're both so good. But I mean, mm. but the the world on the world stage, the banana is king. Yeah. Um, also, apparently, as the Berlin Wall was coming down, like being torn down, the West Berliners, mm-hmm. they were the free ones. Yeah. Um, would throw bananas to the uh, East Berliners. It's like, look, you can have bananas again. Um, it was like a symbol of you, you're now in the West where the banana grows, grows wildly far. in countries we've colonised. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever been to the Berlin Wall? Yeah. Yeah, there's like, Love it. it's quite a well, big, you know, it wasn't it just was a wall. across all of Berlin. Yeah. Yeah. But like also it's quite wide. Like there's, there's like the dead, trenches. The zone, yeah, yeah, and stuff. So they would have had to throw not only extremely high, but very far. And the danger with the banana is that it could come back to yeah, you. That's because true, of like it. Boomerang. Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then. And even if it doesn't, it, you don't want to slip on a. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. But so, yeah, that was a little history of how important the banana's been. That's nice. And my little factoid, I could say that of the banana's still pretty popular. Mm. Um, statistics show that the banana is the third most purchased item in supermarkets. Wow. Um, Falling only behind lottery tickets and petrol. Mm. Wow. Yeah. There you That's are. three Impressive. things you really need in life. But yeah. Because if someone asked you what was the most bought thing, you'd be like, milk. No. Oh, toilet bread. paper. Yeah. Yeah, toilet yeah. paper. Yeah, yeah toilet paper. <laughs> like per <laughs> banana. Yeah, I guess if you mm, put yeah. it into a bunch. Yeah, that's true. But you wouldn't, you wouldn't put like other stuff into you know yeah. are, they still, are they still Britain's favourite fruit or is that oranges now I heard it was oranges, oranges now. Oh, really? it could be that's the, it's, the world's, it's the world's second favourite fruit after the tomato but as uh, we said that's cheating it doesn't count yeah. but I just thought that was a nice that's a really good thing What what's also interesting about bananas is the the one main not maybe not one but one of the main um, species of varieties mm-hmm. of banana is um, dying out like, oh, no. Yeah, it's there's like a banana disease. It sounds like it's a banana, joke. It's, not. <laughs> it's a quite a serious banana disease that that is threatening to kill most banana plantations because they're all the same. Not all the same variety, but most of them are the same variety. So I mean, presumably, I mean, everyone's like, ah, oh, shit, we'll never have bananas again. Mm. But presumably you can just breed from the other varieties of banana, that. or maybe maybe the disease is going to kill all the bananas. Mm. Hopefully not. No. That's far as interesting how obviously you hear about war and you hear about like rationing. Mm. But I just thought, wow, the banana. I just I just find it fascinating that music halls with banana nights. Banana man, like everyone come yeah. and pretend we've got bananas. Yeah. I mean, people. I mean, you know, people talk about Brexit. And be like, oh well, we survived World War Two, and it's like, yeah, but it forced an entire culture to become obsessed with the banana. Yeah. Oh, get those banan- a- bendy bananas back. That's what oh, we want, Britain. Sweet. The EU stopped there's, us. There's um, 
a video of a little boy after the second world war when they finally got bananas and they're like and they give him a banana and they're like there you go lad eat the banana and he didn't know how to open it because no. he, he never not ever showed you though they are yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Except when it. I was youngish, I want to say like nine or ten, watched a documentary, um, a, a wildlife documentary. And mm. It was amber or something. It was like, oh, the idea that you know chimps and gorillas peel bananas from the top mm. is like something we've made up because that's how we eat bananas. Really, they like crack them in the middle and then like mush it into their face. Yeah. Eating it from the middle. So for a while, I thought, well. If that's how chimps and gorillas do it, that's the correct way. Yeah. So I tried to do it for a bit, but really just get fucking mushy <laughs> banana all, all over your face. face. You were like, chimps do it that way, so I must, yeah, I well, must disregard evolution <laughs> and eat as I, the chimps Yeah, I thought, <laughs> well, they're in charge. You know what I do? I don't Fair think a lot of people do this. I take the peel straight off. Do you? Every See, time. With your hands? Yeah, I don't bother with that. I, uh. I always do it like halfway and then snap off like oh, half. Because I don't want to oh. hold the whole... Banana. Yeah. That's interesting. They're weak as well. They've got no structural integrity. Yeah, well, I think that's, if it, it's if risky it gets business, to the weak stage, that? then I'm not interested in ah, the banana. I see. Um, you know, when you said the top, were you thinking of the st- the sticky stick? Yeah. Kind of bit. That's actually the bottom of a banana. But because I'll they co- grow the other way around. Out the ground. You know the brown, the brown bit yeah. that people consider the bottom end of a banana. That's actually the top of a banana. Well, the stem is. No, the stems at the the stems at the bottom. We open it, yeah, but. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm just that saying is, that's, uh, yeah, that's that's well, the way. Not in go. Australia. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Um, that's good. That was that right, was, yeah, right, I, I really, I, I enjoyed like that. Enough. Really light-hearted and kind of. Um, about, maybe that's no, where the phrase "going bananas" comes from. Maybe. Probably not. No. Corrections. That would track though. Um. Yes. So Dougal is an Irish and Scottish name, mm. but I think in this context it is Scottish because Sandy is also Scottish. It's the diminutive form of the Greek name Alexander. In Scotland, that is. It's also just a name elsewhere. Mm. Also, Sandrew. A schooner is a sailing ship with two or mast, two or more masts. Couldn't find out an approximate size because I got distracted by the fact that it's also a beer glass, which I had forgotten. Yeah. It's one of those. Oh, what, I didn't know. Sorry, sorry there's going to be loads of rubbing in that part of the recording as I was moving my leg. Oh, just scratching his <laughs> ass yeah. on the on the seat. Just to get um, more room for the turtle um, offal. And I tried to look. Wait, up- wait, wait. Sorry, can we go back to beer glass? What does it look like? Two thirds of a pint glass. Is it just a pint glass, but not? No, no it's two third. It's, it's a third um, smaller. But it looks like it's the shape of a pint glass. It, it depends on the glass, doesn't it? Do all it's pint glasses look alike? One of these ones. Oh, we'll put that's a picture nice. on yeah. Instagram, and I've made a note this week of pictures to put on Instagram. Oh, thank so. you. Nice, that's really nice. helpful. Um, and I tried to look up Tud. <laughs> Tud. Tud. Start that sentence again. The Japanese Tud. Um. I tried to look up turtle blood diseases, but didn't get very far. But apparently, it's very common to survive on turtle blood when you're stranded at sea. Oh. You can do it for like a year. Oh, wow. yeah. cool. That's good. Gross. Good work, turtles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Died for our cause. Give them the Yeah. No, Do you want some more of this tud blood? Kind of, <laughs> we did a few Eric's as we went yeah. along. So. What was that last one? There was one right at the end about. Oh, I don't know, mate. Oh uh, uh, yeah, I I was 
trying to find out what you, the yeah. most popular fruit in the UK is, um, but it seems to change like on like a monthly, and like bi-monthly who you basis. Survey and yeah. all that kind of it's stuff. I think it's always apples, oranges, bananas, and grapes. The, the daddies, basically. Yeah. 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 People love grapes, don't they? Oh, fucking love oh, man, I don't yeah. rate them. Black grapes. I don't rate a grape. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, you just I thought they were like mid tier until very no, recently, no, and they're man. actually god tier. Yeah, and you keep yeah. you keep them freeze I, them even sometimes. I can kind of agree with you when it's when it's a good grape, but I feel like they're often sour. I feel like you're buying your grapes too yeah. late. Like, yeah. What are you going like when they're putting are the yellow stickers on? Are you leaving your grapes as long no, as you sour, leave your bananas before no, you, you eat need them? No, you need to be... Sour's early. Like, sweet's late in No, in the when you, they should just pop like little lovely balloons in your mouth. you yeah, got to buy them from the right place. Sometimes yeah. you buy them Are you buying them from Sainsbury's? For buying them yeah, from Tesco's where I was Oh, you go to Waitrose though, don't you? Yeah. No, I don't get to Waitrose. What are you about? I don't get to Waitrose. I go to Sainsbury's and only because it's the closest All because right. I do not yeah. I'm not a Sainsbury's stan I do no. not I'm, I'm a Morrison's stan if we if, oh, if I'm yeah. really quite like Morrison's oh, I, I even Morrison's. don't mind an Asda to be honest but I live near a Tesco so that's what I'm doing yeah oh Tesco's a wet mm, yeah, oh Tesco's, Tesco's better than Sainsbury's Tesco grapes are very bad oh the grapes yeah, yeah. Morrison's grapes are great know. Morrison's everything is great yeah more reasons to shop at Morris. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast was not sponsored by no, Morris. I should ask and never know be sponsored yeah. by Tesco. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've burnt those bridges. Um, cool. Done. Right, should we say thanks. the things? Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, thanks to Annika Vadical, who is putting our stuff on Instagram for maybe only one more, more week and then oh, she's yeah. resigning she's off, yeah. because she's off to London to. What a bitch. <laughs> 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 to have a career. We love you. Yeah. Um, uh, Jada? Well, I would say thanks to Jada, but I'm doing the recording. She's, oh, she's, she's in Italy. Yeah. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Thanks, Jada. I suppose we have to. She, yeah. she will actually edit this, so I shouldn't... Um, Slag her off, otherwise yeah, you're not going to have your lines <laughs> <in this. laughs> Yeah. Hope you had a good trip. <laughs> yes. Um, it's not really even so much a trip, is it? She went, she went home. Home, home yeah. yeah, to see her fam. In yeah. Milan, so um, is that those are the normal thank yous that we yep. do? Yeah. Thank, thanks to the listener. We should do that's yeah. always yeah, nice, isn't it? Thanks, thank listener. You for oh, and up with thanks, this nonsense. yes, and thanks if you told people about us. We are slowly increasing the number of listeners, um, which is good. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's coming from, but I guess it's people telling people, telling their friends, yeah. yeah. Um, so follow us on Instagram at here's a crazy story or on the rest of social media at the overtake um, what else do we normally say oh send it we never say send us your crazy stories we did last we week do that. yeah People uh, crazy story at the overtake.com well your corrections as well you can send oh, us yeah, your corrections send corrections yeah also please give us money <gasps> that's it yeah, yeah. patreon mm-hmm. um, patreon.com forward slash the overtake yes if you get any kind of value out of this however minuscule mm. please consider um, or even the website is probably the website is probably actually more good. valuable <laughs> yeah. than this than this yeah, yeah. um cool cool thank cool, you cool. i want to i want to do informal goodbye from oh, last week yeah. But, yeah have you guys forgotten Call what back. that was what the joke was no, no i do no, remember it yeah oh, okay <laughs> informal yeah. oh it's actually <laughs> it's still, still funny, funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> um cool Ciao. Bye. Podcast over. Bye.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.